Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I'm Lauren, your humble DM, and welcome to Distinguished Adventurers. Last time on Distinguished Adventurers, our heroes have reached the top of Wendra God's tower and opened the door to his vault. Inside is a massive treasure trove, three ancient dragon hordes of treasure full of gold, platinum, jewels, magic items, art pieces, and more stacked across the floor, piled up to the ceiling and lining the walls on shelves and in bookcases. It's more riches than a thousand kingdoms, and apparently it's not alone. And that's where we begin tonight. Welcome to Distinguished Adventures. I'm your DM, Lauren, and I'm going to both talk about my drink and then also do the fireball shot, and I'll explain why both in just a moment. So... What I'm drinking, I don't think it has a name, but it is literally pineapple juice and fireball. And it was something that my my lovely partner in crime and in life, Luke, saw on TikTok and it, it amused him so. And so we picked it up. And while the TikTok said it's supposed to taste like pumpkin, I don't taste the pumpkin, but it is very good. The pineapple juice does cut the fireball quite a bit so it doesn't have that that burn that fireball usually does and yeah it is very good and because this is not really a shot of fireball but you know this this shot of dm's fireball which is the first casting of me doing fireball i don't know it goes to nate zakari aka archangel 5388 who is a returning patreon thank you for your patronage this you know what i'm gonna call this the the archangel drink this this drink is for you. And Travancore, what are you drinking? Good people of Faerun. Travancore's choice this evening is Glenfiddich, which I had to look up the pronunciation of. It's not I-C-H, it's I-K in terms of the pronunciation of it. Can't show it because I'm streaming here, and whenever you have a Zoom background, it makes it hard to see your drink. Mm. The tricky thing about this is I don't have, like, ice cubes made of water. I have, like, the permanent cubes, so there's no, like, on-the-rocks feel. The ice does not eventually melt. It's really just a cold double of, of, uh, of scotch. Here we go. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Happy Jack. Happy Jack. I appreciate that quiet. Mmm. Mmm. It was good. I don't know where to go from here. Bernie, what are you drinking? Water. Gotcha. Hey! Also, yeah. also a good way to mmm. Well, actually, I um peeked behind the curtain. I thought we were playing at eight o'clock my time, and we had just finished dinner and a very interesting uh episode of a documentary about sports scandals. This one we watched about the 20, 2002 Winter Olympics ice skating cheating scandal. Uh, but I was like, I'm going to have my dessert, which is carrot cake, leftover carrot cake that we made for my father-in-law's birthday. And I had my carrot cake and my milk ready to go. And then I looked at our messages and went, oh, we're playing at 8.30. And I was like, I'm not waiting to eat this. So dig in. um, I did have, and you all can imagine if you so choose that I 
am eating theater of the mind and in my head i am reliving it moment by moment it's so good if dinner, I of, say the so mind. Now, dinner of the mind dinner of the mind dessert of the mind it literally dinner theater of the mind oh uh but <laughs> uh, if you are a fan of claire saffitz's dessert person her cookbook it is the pecan carrot cake because raisins don't belong in cake with pecan carrot cake sorry lauren your face I know it, it was, was like, just said mm, with such conviction. And I don't it was, care. If it you... was it was both conviction and also I'm just going to keep going so nobody disagrees with me, which is why I made <laughs> yeah. the face. Okay. Of, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I I personally am not a fan of raisins and desserts. I fully understand that other people are, and you should eat what you enjoy eating. If I'm being so honest, as long as you don't <laughs> foist it on me. There you go. But the icing is a brown butter cream cheese icing, and it is. And uh, I highly recommend it's a very easy make. And I'm just going to say she doesn't sponsor us, but if she wanted to send some carrot cake my way, I would shill her book. There you go. For free. It's a very good book. I do recommend it. You know, it only makes sense that we go straight to Carlton, uh, the in-game chef of our show. Carlton, what are you drinking? I found at my local Target, you know, shop local with big corporation. Shop local. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, sure. Sure, oh why not? <laughs> that sounds, honestly, honestly, I can see, can you guys not see Target just totally without shame making a shop local commercial? Shop at yeah. your local Target. Shop local <laughs> <big> corporation. <laughs> uh, anyways, they have Joe Manganiello. Uh, however you pronounce it. Joe Manganiello. Manganiello. Yes. Liquid Death. I don't know if he's just a spokesperson or if it's his actual company, but he does this I stuff a lot. I think it's his actual company. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I know Death Saves is, but I wasn't sure if Liquid Death was mm-hmm. as well. think so. I mean, he's a he's a geek who has his fingers in many, many different yes. pies. Anyway, so. Joe Manganiello's. It's a tall boy of the Liquid Death, the flavored water. Because I know I've had the regular water before. Um, I had the lime already. I didn't save it for the show because I was thirsty. But this is the Berry It Alive. It is the berry flavored. And it is tasty. The, I like the the names are good. Berry It Alive or uh, the other one was Severed Lime. Yeah, that's you know, good. It's very metal. It's like kind of like their theme. His yeah. kind of theme for all of his businesses. This is... Yeah, yeah, he's very, very much 80s hair metal in, in everything that he does. But hey, you know, it's an aesthetic that people enjoy. And it is tasty. The price for flight is, is not cheap. And hydrate or mm. nitrate, friends. Hydrate or nitrate, my friend. And last but certainly not least, Jonathan, what are you drinking? Hey, it's Jonathan. I play Jonathan the Magic Muscular. Tonight I'm drinking water for various reasons. Yay! But yes, Yay! It's, it's premium water. It's not the shield that comes out of my faucet, uh, which is awful, apparently. So it's Damn. it's a good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like premium water. I'm not drinking premium. Now I'm like concerned. Don't worry, folks. Sooner or later, the water wars will come and you everyone will have to drink premium water because there'll be no mm. water out of the taps for anyone. Oh, Jesus. I know. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, pro- that's hey, it's dark but true. I love my friends. We'll, we'll end on that comment there. Why not? <laughs> We, we love you, too, and we love playing D&D with you to pretend that uh, all the ills of the world can be fixed with a spell slot and a long rest. But at the moment, you are all standing outside of Wendragod's vault. The door has just been opened. You have all witnessed the splendor of this horde, this multiple hordes that I so eloquently described at the beginning. And I get to say that because I said it. 
and you heard a chuckle. And we're going to pick up right where we left off. What are you doing? Uh, Looking for the source of the chuckle. Okay. When you look in, you don't see anything just through the door. Uh, You can definitely tell that, I don't know if I said it at the very, very beginning, but this room that you are about to enter, the, the vault, is huge. It's basically the size of the whole tower. And so from where you are standing where the round door that you opened up, you can't quite see everything, but straight down at the moment, all you see is piles and piles and piles of riches. And Jonathan, you wanted to do something? Yeah, so Jonathan the Muscular feels like this is a much less friendly area, so he is going to cast Crown of Stars on himself. All right. Travancore, Bernie, how about the two of you? Bernie wants to use a perception check to see where the chuckle's coming from. Sure. Are you doing that from outside the door, or would you like to poke your head on in? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're going to end up in here anyway. If it's some kind of trap, we might as well just... Bernie's going to kind of poke her head on in, knowing okay. knowing it's a bad idea. She's kind of like, we just get, uh, uh, let's get uh, this over with. Kind and generous DM. Yeah. I co-stand behind Bernie, and if I rage, use my danger sense to try and pull her back if anything it tries to come at her. Sure. All right, I will expend a rage. I'll get real mad on Bernie's behalf. And I'll say, Bernie, you don't even have to really enter the room. What I'm imagining is is like the, because the door shifted into the wall. So it's not like you have to look around an, uh, a door that swung in or out. But in order to get kind of a more accurate view, that that's why I asked is basically, are you going to poke your head on in? So... Give me that perception check. Right. And then I've got my hand on like the back of her collar just to oh. yank her if I see and feel and sense danger coming at her. Sure. Well, that's a seven because Bernie peeks her head in and suddenly her friend's real mad about it. And she's like, oh, are, you, are you okay? Oh, God. Um, was this? Bernie, it is a controlled rage. It is controlled. I, love it. I have. It under wraps. Okay, but why? What are you so angry about? I didn't think, oh gosh, what did I say? Okay, look, I'm just going to tell you this right now, Carlton. You are not actually dumb. You don't have, you don't always make good decisions, but you're not dumb. And most of the time we're just messing with you. But if that's hurt your feelings, then we can talk about it. No, see, when it's controlled like this, the adrenaline makes me more focused so I can see things and Dodge them and yank ya. Um, as your doctor, it sort of behooves me to let you know that there are multiple kinds of stress. Most of them fall under the categories of your stress that you associate with negative things and then something called eustress, um, which is stress that comes out of good situations like when you're focused and excited to do something. Unfortunately, your body can't always tell the difference. And I am a little worried that using your rage powers is... Uh, no, Bernie, it's fine. I feel like I could do this, like, tw- two more times and still be cool. <laughs> we have to get your arteries checked out. And Travancore, as this conversation is happening... Wait, burgers aren't good for them? No. No, no, no. Um, Occasionally, burgers are a wonderful, fun treat that everybody should be able to enjoy. Note to self, have more than burgers on menu. Yeah, you should offer things for people who don't eat meat, definitely. You see, like, just scowl, just like, wait, what? 
Yeah, there are people who don't eat meat for a multitude of reasons. And as long as they're not dicks about it, you really shouldn't be dicks to them about it. So Travancore, as as you're about to respond with what you're doing, I will say, Bernie, you don't see anything in specific. No, but it's, of course yeah, I don't. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably because before you could get an accurate look around, you have this very involved conversation with Carlton about the meats and things. And yeah, Travancore, what are you doing? Travancore is saying, you make, Bernie makes a good point. You don't want to leave money on the table. Lots of people don't eat meat. You get their money too. Exactly. You should, everybody's dollar is a dollar. Note to self, not just burgers, add zucchini salad. Jonathan the Magic Muscular reaches back uh, because assuming that we're not like in round by round yet. But just to make sure, let's see. What is no, that? we're not in round by round. I'm basically just making sure in this moment and where all of you are anticipating that I immediately spring the trap and kill you all, that you all have a moment to to respond. But no, we're Carlton, more to it's, your point. It's not that. It's we're just seasoned adventurers at this point, Lauren. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that too. <laughs> and to that to that point, Jonathan the Magic Muscular knows that Carlton has to stay mad. And in order to do that, he has to take damage. So Leonard's exile appears in, Magi- in Jonathan the Magic Muscular's hand and oh. goes into Carlton. <laughs> Thanks, bud. I was not expecting... Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna... I did gonna... say for someone to hit me. Yeah. What? what? Okay, hold on. Wait a second. What Carlton, is... hold on, hold on. Carlton, do you consent to this uh, being stabbed with Leonard? Yes, I did request being hit. Okay, take one point of slashing damage. I'm going to assume that Jonathan and you hey, Lauren, are... is that uh-huh. already halved? Because I'm raging? Uh, it, but it's a magical dagger, up? and is that, I'm going to take one. Take one. Okay. You would have taken two. There, there we go. go. <laughs> just, to, just to avoid the whole PvP, because this is with consent. Okay. Yeah, because Letters Exile has a plus five, uh, like... To Are its you my trainer rolls. in the corner cutting me like in a boxing match? No, That's I'm just, weird. I'm just. You, you've got, you've got amazing abs, so I'm putting them around the abs so I don't actually like puncture a muscle. Can I say how proud I am that in the moment I had to react to whatever that chuckle is, I chose instead to give my good friend business advice. This is on on brand. This is completely on brand. All of this fits for who we are as people. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've you've heard nothing else from inside, by the way. Okay. Nothing has moved in your line of sight. You've heard nothing else. You can continue to have this conversation. I'm just kind of filling you in on on the fact that nothing has changed. Wait, everybody, you heard the the chuckle, right? Oh yeah, we got to go in there though, because all our uh, all our stuff is in there. Yeah. We'll have a talk about ownership of the, what's in there later. Let's just. Hello? He did say ours. Hello, Mr. No. Person who, being who chuckled, are you also a disembodied dragon that needs to find? And Bernie's going to look around at the pile of stuff and sigh deeply. <sighs> a thing in here that's holding your soul? There is a pause, and then. You hear a deep rumbling voice, and you could swear the bass is so low and loud that the entire horde vibrates with it. As this voice says, Oh, everything I want is here. I'm good. Do I recognize this voice as one I've heard back in Greenest? No. Okay. Nope. You don't even have to roll for it. This is the moment where Lauren is just run out of voices. Um, the voice <laughs> <I love> continues. <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, the voice continues. 
Are you here to add to my hoard? No. It, it, it's mine. Mine. It's ours. Up. As ours, Jonathan yes, the Magic Muscular says yes. that. <laughs> Letters exile into Carlton. <laughs> another <laughs> two points. Another another point. Another, another point. point sure. Yes. Christ on a cracker. As the both of you are saying, it's it's mine. It's ours. You you hear that low rumbling chuckle, and then. Uh, the voice says, really, because it's been mine for a very long time. This deed says it's ours. This being says that it's mine. I took everything from Wendragod, and now I will take everything from you. Okay, point of order. Did you take his undead life? As you say that, uh, from around the corner... It's not that this creature appears, more apparates as the coins, the gems, the jewels, some of the uh, random objects do form into a draconic shape. Gold only because of the, the stuff that it's made out of, but it's constantly shifting and changing. And I need everybody to... Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, That's not the, the role I was expecting to make. That's now, okay. Lauren, normally yes. I get to do this with advantage because I'm raging, but since I was also trying to do y- give Bernie a yank, can I do mine as a straight roll and give her the advantage? Yeah, I'm getting yanked. Because I was planning, like, when it was, she was danger to get her, like, safely. So my danger sense, I've been getting stabbed to keep my danger sense up. Here's what I'm going to say. Just because of something happening here, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Here's what I'm going to say. Carlton, what is your, uh, your dexterity bonus? Plus three. I'm not going to give Bernie advantage, but I'll give you his plus three on top of whatever you roll. Oh, very because, nice. Because the both of you are doing this role, you don't get the full advantage of Carlton. Because basically what Carlton would have to do is give up making the dexterity saving throw to pull you away. Mm. Okay. But if the both of you want to do this, because Carlton was ready, I'll let you add that plus three. Uh, and am I, am I just doing a straight roll then to give her that plus three? Or do I still get yes. my... Okay. Yep, you're doing a straight roll. She's doing a straight roll, but she gets your plus three. Yep. She gets a plus three. You don't On have to give it. up the plus yeah. yeah. All right. And with all of that... Um, the, the fans Travis- of Distinguished Adventures, what you've just heard is some excellent adjudication from our lovely DM, uh, Lauren. So this is a lesson for all you DMs out there uh, for for how you should manage your games. This That was excellent. And I'm going oh, to thank do you. thinking outside the box. It is. Both yeah. parties. And and you'll you'll understand in a moment why I didn't just give and give yeah, it to fine. you, but I I kind of wanted to. Okay. With all of that said, Travancore and Shadow, what'd you get? Uh, Travancore got a sixteen. Shadow got a nineteen. Both of those are fails. Jonathan. Jonathan the Magic Muscular got a fourteen as well. That is a fail. Carlton. Fourteen. That is a fail. Bernie. Oh, with with Carlton's plus three, Bernie got a, a a sixteen. So I guess we would have both. Everybody fails. Yeah. Everybody fails. Okay, so all of you are going to take twenty two force damage, but belying the name force damage, what you actually see is as this creature apparates, 
tendrils of what almost look like vines made out of coins whip out at all of you and strike you. And when you fail to get all out of the way, all of you are pulled. Hey. Uh-oh. Ah! Five, ten, fifty. This is as far as you can be pulled. I also moved the doorway. Hold on a second. I didn't mean to move the doorway. <laughs> he pulled so hard. He pulled the door he, right he out pulled, of its adamantium. Adamantium. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. The thing. Pulled it out of the thing. Uh, so you're all pulled. You get the sense that if it wasn't for the fact that you are literally pulled up against this creature, that you would have been pulled further. And now that you've been pulled into the room, you see the full bulk of this thing. It's almost spirit-like. Bernie, you would think this was undead if it wasn't made out of the jewels and coins and everything in this room. And with that, we can roll initiative. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, although I I, I did love that chat. Cool. Did Bucks get hit? You know what? I forgot to ask for a dexterity saving throw, so I'm going to say he did not get hit with the force damage, but he got pulled. Oop. Yeah, because I forgot to ask for I forgot to ask for a dexterity saving. There's throw a him, there's a so cloud of feathers on the outside of the door where he was yanked. There's like a tiny a tiny little stack of coins just suddenly like pulls around his ankles. Like Come there on. you go. I'm just doing this in a different order to to make sure I get everybody here. And Travancore twenty one. Ooh, and Jonathan eighteen. And Carlton thirteen. And Bernie eighteen. Uh, you all rolled really well. All right. And so to to paint the picture, there's really no difficult terrain unless you get close to the edges of this giant horde, in which case you're kind of scrambling up coins. The rest of this is just, it's it's a little slippery. It's a little awkward, but uh, you're all able to navigate this room pretty well. And there is nothing else in this room now that you're fully pulled into it. There is literally nothing else in this room but horde and weird spirit dragon thingy, which it has taken on the appearance of a dragon, but you're unsure if it is a dragon or not. The Distinguished Adventurers are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from our favorite D&D streams, books, and more. Every week there's something new happening in the game, and it's available on almost any platform. Need some loot to gear up your champions? We're happy to offer a free Electrum chest to all of our listeners. This week's code expires on October 9th at 8 p.m. Pacific. So open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. W-Y-T-E-P-I-P-I-J-O-Y-S. So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. And with that, Travancore, you get the go first. Okay, um, so the room is big enough that if I were to cast, hypothetically, a spell with a 20-foot cube, I could put it behind this dragon. Yeah, as long as you, as long as it doesn't have to originate from you, absolutely. Let's double check here. So choose a point you see on the ground within range. Okay, the range is 120 feet. So it doesn't originate with me. You are all good. I'm casting Erupting Earth. 
I have no idea what this is going to do with a whole bunch of coins. If it's going to be like a money bin from DuckTales situation or what. But we're going with it because it's, it's our last hurrah, so why not? Yeah. Right, so I'm going to cast Erupting Earth at a seventh level. And tell me about Erupting Earth. What does it do? What do I got to do? What do you got to do? Yeah, yeah. So choose a point you can see on the ground within range. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupts in the 20-foot cube centered on that point. Each creature in that area must make a dex saving throw. I'm putting it behind uh, the dragon, so it shouldn't affect anyone on our party. Perfect. A uh, creature must take uh, 3 die 12 bludgeoning damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Additionally, the ground in that area becomes difficult terrain until cleared. Each five-foot square portion of the area requires at least one minute to clear by hand. Okay. And it's going to stay there? Yeah. So I'm thinking the back section of the dragon, ideally. So I can put it right where the dragon is, actually. The dragon's just big enough. Yeah, you can put it just right on the dragon. All right. And then you got to roll to, I think it's a, what is it, save? It's a dex save. Dexterity saving throw. That was a dirty 20. Oh, yeah. Well, they passed. So it's still half of the damage, though. I'll roll still half, half the damage. of this. All right. So all three together. Was 22, so it's going to take 11 points of damage for a 7th level spell. Hey, listen, it stays there and other stuff happens. That's so true. It's it's good. All right. Yep, and that was your action. Um, do you have to concentrate on that? I'm going to find out. Duration, duration, instantaneous. So, nope, no concentration. Perfect. All right, so I got a bonus action, so I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on it because you know it's coming later. All the arrows? All the arrows, or at least some of All them. All right. And then I'm going to try and, oh, let me get my little clicker here. Travancore is going to move as far back away as he can. All right. For the audience, that's um, stage right. Perfect. At the end of your turn, this creature is going to take a legendary action. <gasps> oh, and no. Yeah, yeah, Travancore. At your feet, where you stop and kind of position yourself, you've cast the erupting earth, you've hunter's marked this creature, and you think you got a pretty good sit on the ground and all of a sudden the coins around you stir and move and for a second you think that like it's a whirlwind or you're gonna get sucked down somewhere when all the coins turn over and they are beetles travancore you son of a bitch you moved just out of my reach (laughs) (laughs) They, they are yellow beetles that look like coins as a swarm of these things appears around you. Nothing happens at the moment. Okay. But, yeah, you've got a, a horde of these little tiny beetle-like things around your feet. Bernie, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, Bernie is still close to Carlson, correct? Uh, yes. You're Except for Travancore, you're all basically bunched up in front of the dragon. In that case, uh, Bernie is going to reach up, and wherever Travancore has been poked... She's going to dip her finger and grab a drop of blood, and she is going to cast Bane on the creature, because this is, like, <laughs> last time I'm going to get to do this in combat. I love uh, it. Make a, make a charisma saving throw. A charisma saving throw. <laughs> I love that throw. you use Carlton's blood for this. <laughs> Why the fuck would I hurt myself when he's already bleeding? There you go. Specify which and whose drop of blood. <laughs> it just says blood. Just uh, says seventeen. Ah ha ha! No. All and right. Nineteen. Yes. And so baned. You are baned. That sounds like four oh four. Like four oh four. Uh, but yeah, you uh make um anytime you make an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, you gotta roll a d four. Subtract that number. All right. And do I get a save at the end of my turn, or does it just stick now? 
it is until my spell is over. And okay. and I am feeling wasteful okay. as a bonus action. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. I'm guessing it is a level 9 spell. Oh, damn. Nice. Whoa. Do me, do me a quick favor. I'm going to save you a potential spell slot because Spiritual Weapon is one of those weird spells in where it only gets more powerful every two levels it goes up. Remind me what level... Every spiritual two levels. So I guess I got to cast this level eight spell, don't I? Well, you can cast it level nine, but it won't get any more powerful than a level eight spell. Then so we'll figured... cast it as level eight spell. All I right. figured I'd, I'd save your level nine just, just to yeah, be kind. Yeah, just to be kind. Thank you, because I was... All right, so for casting spiritual weapon. Bernie, where would you like to place your spiritual weapon, and what would you like it to look like? I want to place it, since I guess we, we have eliminated spiritual weapon flanking, haven't we? Yes, because it is not a creature. So basically, we're if Bernie's facing the dragon, it's like since this dragon is made is made of money, the spiritual weapon is going to look like an inheritance tax. <laughs> it's All gonna right. look like a nameless, faceless man in a business suit with the tag that says IRS. Because, you know, that's what's gonna yeah, I just think it's funny. Um, I was going to make it look like a boot to stomp on the beetles, but we don't know how long those are going to last. So. Tax man. The tax man, man coming. Go ahead and make this your is, attack. It's it, not an inheritance tax. This is going to look like a... Um, Capital gains. Simply going to look like the, the fair share of wealth that anybody with this amount of money needs to be paying there you in go. tax. Okay, so... As Bernie rolls this, uh, Jonathan, you're on deck. Uh, 18 to hit. That does not hit. What? It's made of metal. Your tax man takes their briefcase and whacks it against the side of this this creature, and it does not pierce through all of those those metal bits on its side. Comes up against armor made of lobbyists and Republicans. <laughs> oh <Oof>. no. The worst, <laughs> the worst kind. The worst. <laughs> worst. And would you like to move or you want to stay there? You are directly in front uh, of the dragon. Yeah, I'm directly in front of this dragon. Bernie is while a clanky bastard is also quite squishy. Um so she is going to is there gonna be an attack of opportunity if she moves? You don't know, but you do know when you're normally next to something and move away, it does yeah. get the opportunity to. Bernie's going to try to move, like, back a little bit between. She's she's going to move under, underneath Carlton's legs and then a little, a little kind of, like, if she's in, she's going to be parallel with or with the bear, but she's going to move kind of off to, uh, off to stage left. Parallel. All right. The dragon will take a an opportunity attack at you. It'll reach out with a claw covered in jewels. Uh, that is a 28 to hit. Minus four or a d4. Uh, oh, Look. yeah. Minus four. Hold on. Is that yeah, going to make my, a difference? Shh. Sh- I mean, hey, listen. I'm wait, 26 to hit. Yeah, it's. Okay. Um. <laughs> These coins are sharp and you take 22 slashing damage. It manages to rake you right across the back of the head. As that's happening, uh, since I am raging, my ancestors are vengeful and they're going to help protect Bernie. So you're going to reduce that by 4d6. So you're going to take 13 off of that. And the dragon now takes 13 points of damage. This is oh, good. Bernie has... The spirit of my mother and father protect you, and the spirit of my wolf mother just goes for its jugular. 
And nice. Bernie says, the lesson here is that untaxed wealth is damaging and nobody <laughs> should hoard this much money. And it is with that, uh, Jonathan, it is your turn. All right. Uh, Jonathan, and Carlton, you're on deck. Jonathan the Magimuscular uh, looks at Bernie as like, uh, can Santa Cla- cast fly on you so you don't have to deal with... Oh, wait, you're on Coco Snoot, right? Am I on Coco I guess I am. You, you are on Coco Snoot. Snoot. Yeah, oh. we're on okay. Snoot. I'm going to cast fly on Coco Snoot so you don't get hit by beetle things. And Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to cast fly at okay. fourth level so that he and Coco Snoot are now flying. <laughs> sure. Uh, and then, Lauren, if it matters, the damage my... Uh, ancestors give is force does not matter okay well i know it does force damage but sometimes that makes sense bernie and jonathan are now flying uh coco snoot and (laughs) coco snoot and jonathan are now. i I should ask does bernie want to fly instead of coco snoot or you want coco snoot to fly i figure that's probably better so he he doesn't get yeah uh, i don't want coco snoot to get hurt hurt by angry angry pinching beetles so this is the right choice bernie is just as always visibly uncomfortable in flight <laughs> at least you that is you fair. have a battle saddle so at least you're not like you know daenerys targaryen barebacking a dragon which never made any sense to me the she knows like tons of people why didn't they make her like a literal targaryen saddle that we've now seen and we knew what was the thing oh sorry i'm maybe she didn't know it was a thing because she might not yeah. have. she she spoke she spoke shitty valerian apparently Jonathan the Magimuscular is now going to Misty Step to the right of this beastie, 30 feet. We'll say 25 feet, and he's 10 feet up in the air. Awesome. And at the end of your turn... Oh, and Jonathan the Magimuscular is also... He's going to move. He's going to ascend, so he's... How tall is the ceiling? 120. Okay, he's going to go up another 30 feet. So he's basically like 30 feet away from he was and 30 feet up in the air, because he... Misty stepped and then we'll say he misty stepped and then you use his movement to go up. So you do, we don't have to do diagonals. I appreciate that. Once again, theater of the mind kind of thing. At the end of your turn, this creature is going to take another legendary action. You watch as it expands, almost as though all of its pieces are moving apart and then force themselves back together with this massive ringing noise as they all clink and clank and ring out against each other. It's painfully intense. I need everyone within 30 feet. So Carlton and Shadow for sure. Travancore, Bernie, and then Jonathan, you said you moved how far up? I'm 30 feet in the air, but I mean, if this thing is huge, then I think I would probably still be in its like AOE. I think you're still within 30 feet. Okay, yeah. I need so basically I need everybody to make a constitution saving throw. Oh wait, no, this thing isn't huge. It's gargantuan. Yeah, it's 4. It's 4, so, so yeah. It be, it it's super big. Everybody make a constitution saving throw, please. And Carlton? With my plus 11, I got a 14. Ooh, oh. That, yeah. Uh that's a fail, Bernie. I got a 16. Skip over to Jonathan. 27. That's a success. Uh, as his muscles all flex. And then we just need Travancore and Shadow. Travancore is 15. That's a fail. Shadow is a 13. Oh, As a fail. We need a Bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. wait a minute. Shadow has advantage. <laughs> give me a second. Didn't roll the second dice. Hang on. Let me. We'll, we'll yeah, do this. Yeah, give me a Bucks. All right. That's still a failure. Yeah. All right. Bucks fail, too. Okay, everyone who failed takes 24 thunder damage. 
If you succeeded, you take half. As it's just, it echoes in this room and is painfully loud. It just like rings through your head. And now it is Carlton's turn. And Bucks disappears in a uh, puff of feathers. And, and Buff, Bucks goes back to hang out in the ethereal plane that he comes from. We are moving up into melee with the dragon so that now I am at least within 30 feet of all of my compatriots. All uh, right. Unless they decide to move further away. I'm a little angry at this, uh, but I'm already raging. So I'm going to go a little reckless in my rage. Sure. And I'm going to start swinging my sword of answering. Does a 24 hit? Yes. Well, that's going to do nine magical slashing. Okay. Great great job. Good job, sword. Real proud of you. That's warming up. It'll get there. Did that that include your rage damage? No, it did not. Uh, So another three on top of that. Another three? Okay. Also, uh, shadow is on deck. All right. Second attack. Uh, 19 to hit. That misses. All right. Uh, You Mm -hmm. know what I haven't done yet today? I haven't action surged. So we're going to do that. Go ahead and action surge. Give me, give me some more. Boom. Nice. Uh, that's a crit and a 29. Yeah. All right. Both of those will definitely hit. Drink. Nice. I will so, drink to that. Go, uh, go ahead and roll up your damage for both of those. Yeah. Meanwhile, and then I'll give it to you because I've got a lot of features that add in with uh, crits that's not in the macros. Yeah, you got to do a whole bunch of math. And so while you're doing all that math, uh, and I... I'm only doing this because I'm pretty sure even with your crit damage, you're not going to kill this thing just yet. It's round one. I don't expect that either. But, you know, you never know. Uh, Let's move on to Shadow. What does Shadow want to do? Shadow should have just enough movement to get across from Carlton from this thing and get into flanking. And bites are inbound. I think you'll have advantage on this. Are you showing the old rules now or have you abandoned those? Uh, these, this is a flank. We're going to keep flanking for this final thing. It's the next campaign that we're going to make things easier, not do flanking, that kind of All thing. Right. So you still get flanking. Multi-attack here. inbound with advantage. Here we go. Sure. Okay. 22 to hit. 22 does hit. Yay. All right, here we go. And then this was a bite. So bite's going to be... Shadow watched as Carlton's sword clinked off and learned just enough about how to chomp down on this creature. Okay, that's going to be 17 overall. Uh, six of those are going to be fire. All right. One more bite inbound. Sure. 28 to hit. Definitely hit. Wonderful, because the other one was a one. 14, four of which is fire. 14, nice. Two, two meaty chomps into something that is not meaty. Um, is Shadow doing anything else? Nah, he's staying put. All right, and then we'll back up a second to Carlton. What was that number of of hit points you hit for? Between the two attacks with the crit, uh, 56 points total. Very nice. Yeah. You watch as uh, with that giant blow, some of the the jewels and coins that made up part of this creature kind of sloth off. And at this point, it is its turn. Uh, first, the swarm under Travancore is going to go. Travancore, you watch as this swarm vibrates, and all of a sudden it's like there's gold glitter all around you. Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, Dexy, good thing I'm a Dexy boy. That's not so bad. 18 to save? That saves. Yay! The, the, the gold dust seems to try to settle on you and make you glowy and glittery, but you manage to duck and dodge out of the way of most of it and then they are going to try to bite you does 18 hit 18 will hit me all right you are going to take 16 piercing damage as like scarabs they crawl up your leg and bite into you 
I've got small children. Glitter doesn't hurt me, but biting does. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's super fair. Okay, it is the start of the Spirit of the Horde's turn, and I think you are still all within 30 feet of it. At the start of its turn, this creature has this massive presence, something about both the shape that it's taken and the what it's made out of. It kind of sinks into your stomach. I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Ooh, finally. An area in which I excel. I was about to say. Oh, no. <laughs> we're, we're spreading them out. That's not uh, good. Is this against a charm or a psychic effect? Uh, it is against a charm. Oh, well, I have the advantage uh, against I am that. Immune to charm. that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jonathan. You bet, buddy. I just, like, I feel the intrusive thoughts of this dragon coming in. And then Jonathan, the magic muscular, just pops in my head and goes, ah, 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 ah. All right. Well, Jonathan, what did you get? Uh, Jonathan the Medjimuscular got a uh, soft 20. That fails. Oh, Bernie? Dear. Bernie got a 22. Does that fail? That just succeeds. Oh, that's, bless me. That's the number we're looking for. Travancore, what'd you get? Travancore got a 23. That's a natural 20, though, for Travancore. Oh, Not very there wise. Drink on that. Uh, and how about Shadow? Shadow got a, let me double check his, plus nine, 21. That fails. Okay, all of you that succeeded, nothing happens. Like, yeah, you're you're wary of this creature, but eh, you fought worse before. Who is it that failed? Carlton and Shadow? Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlton and, and Mew. Oh, no, you're... Jonathan I'm sorry, and Shadow. Jonathan and Shadow. Okay, you have... This is going to be interesting for Shadow. Jonathan and Shadow, you have this moment in where because of this wave of malevolence that comes off of this creature, you find yourself just automatically looking away for just a moment. And something in the horde catches your eye. Something that you just cannot resist going after. So basically what this is, is you are charmed in a way that you're fixated on a specific object in the horde. And you must, on your next turn, move as close as you can to it and use your action to dig it out of the surrounding horde of stuff. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry to do this to you, but like, I think this is, uh, I thought the shadow has advantage on saving throws. All right, go ahead and roll again. All right, here we go. Let's see if he hits the magic number. <laughs> That's a natural 20. All right, shadow. Thank you for being moment. a kind and generous GM. Even after wait, six, does, six years. What does the 21 get you though? Uh, let's see. It's a wisdom saving throw, is it? I'm sure he has more than a plus two onto his wisdom, especially since you get bonuses it's from 29. Travancore. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Shadow has this moment where he's like, oh, that's interesting. But then he refocuses on the creature. So Jonathan, and you don't have to do anything now. And it's just on your turn. And since we're going to have to stop in a moment, I'll let you decide next time what it is. Oh, Uh, I already know what it is. I'm excited. Uh, But put that in your back pocket. On your turn, that's all you can do is uh, you got to move to it. It's got to be within your movement, and you have to spend your entire turn digging it out of the horde. And then the dragon. Carlton, you're going to get a uh, you get a chance for an attack of opportunity on this thing. Lord, point of order, since both take a reaction, and reactions happen on his turn, am I able to choose before this turn ends whether or not I see what he does to decide if I want to use my spirit shield or my attack? I have to choose now. You got to choose now. All right. Mostly because it takes a moment for the dragon to fly on over to where it's going. So it's not. If they were happening simultaneously, I, I would. I'm going to I'm gonna save it for my spirit shield. I All feel right. Like that's probably going to be more beneficial at this point in the combat. Well, that's probably good I don't have Sentinel. Thing. I can't lock him in. 
So it flies up into the air. It just barely gets out of Travancore's erupting Earth. And it soars on over to the side where it can eye all of you angrily. And you hear it once again say in this gravelly voice made out of coins, This horde is mine! And as it says mine, its muzzle opens wide and a barrage of platinum pieces comes flying out at everyone except Shadow. (laughs) You had to make a choice. Is this a spell or is this a... He's breathing. The cone. Not a spell. Can I open the bag of holding to get some to go? (laughs) (laughs) Well... We'll see what happens. Everybody except Shadow, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. I, I rolled under the average, so so that's good. Travancore, but not Shadow. 18. That's a fail. Oof. Bernie. Five. That is a fail. Carlton. Uh, with a natural 20, a 23. That is a success. I will say on a natural 20, you don't take to any damage. Okay. For funsies. Jonathan, what'd you get? Uh, I got a 19. That is a fail. Yep. This maw opens up. Platinum comes flying out at all of you. Everybody who failed is taking 70 bludgeoning (gasps) damage. As you are pelted, pelted by, some of them are actually in the shape of moons. Uh, Just all of this glittering silverish platinum. Horrible moons, horrible stars, horrible clovers. Oh my. Just to make sure I... Track properly. You basically said because I got the nat 20, I'm getting a moment of evasion, so I take none. Yeah, because it's also, yeah, I'm going to be kind there because yeah, I, I, I won't I let you do sure. other things. Yes, yeah, so all of you who fail take 70 bludgeoning damage. My spirits are still hanging out with Bernie, so we're going to do that again with Spirit Shield. Uh, Bernie, save, uh, take 13 points back, and the dragon will take 13 points of force. All right. And... With that, as it settles back into its horde and grumbles at you, we'll be back to the top of the round next time we get together as, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I'm attacking you with your, the horde that you are trying to take because I'm that kind of DM. I I like how you're all calling me a kind and just DM and I'm just like, and now I'm going to breathe on you. I love you all. Next time we get together, we will continue this fight with coins. Fighting with coins. I mean, it's better than food. Oh, jo- hold on. Jonathan the Magimuscular falls from the sky. That's a 37 concentration check, which he literally can't make. You so. know what? Roll it. If you roll a natural 20, I'll let you take it. I'll let you save it. Okay. Oh! Did you roll? Did you roll a natural 20? I did. <laughs> they both did. Both Bernie and... Wow. All right. Dice the, gods. Uh, dice gods. The the bane is still up. The um the fly is still up, which is good because yeah, you would have fallen. That out would have been sky. thirty points of falling damage, or like 30, 30 units of falling damage. Uh, like, yeah, it would be bad. Yeah, it would have been bad. Uh, that yeah yeah. Sometimes all you gotta do is five. All right. Now next time we get together, we will be at the top of the round with Travancore, and some of you will still be flying. Yay! Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, then visit us at distinguishedadventurers.com. There you can find links to our podcast and social media, pictures and bios of our cast, info on our Patreon, and much more. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. 
we appreciate all of our Patreon patrons and extend a special thanks to our top-tier patrons. Thank you, Forrest from StabbyQuest, Jesse Florence, Nate Zakari, Rebecca, aka Bunny Monster, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Adi, Linnea Boyev, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.